Hey Redemption, uh, welcome back uh, for our final episode in our series on counting the cost of sin. And so the last thing we're going to talk about is that our sin leaves us in fear and doubt. Our sin leaves us in fear and doubt. Um, when I was in college, uh, I had a lot of goals that never got realized because God had changed my life. But uh, one of the things that happened by the time I got into my junior year is I, I had been searching for meaning and purpose um, in a lot of places that were not where God wanted me to be. And so I tried to find it in like, you know, money or girls or other things. And um, I, I was just left desperate. And, and so as I chased after things that were not God, I was left in these places of fear and doubt. And I was, I was questioning and feeling like God didn't love me or that God didn't care about me. Um, and I even remember questioning that. And I, I remember saying in my dorm or my apartment floor, just God save me from this. I don't want to feel that way. God, uh, I, I need you. And so, um, you know, you would think that I had to like do a lot of things to get back to God, like that, that somehow I need to repay God for all the sin that I had done. Um, but in essence, I, I found that God was actually very near and very close and that he was orchestrating in my whole life um, just through his grace putting people in my life who are going to reveal the love of God to me. And, and as we follow after God, we start seeing his grace in every area of life. But, but sin has this deceitful way uh, of getting us to think that God doesn't care about us. We start having feelings of fear and we have these feelings of doubt. And one of the things that one of the guys who started discipling me taught me was that our feelings can betray us. And, and so uh, when we're feeling things that might not be in accordance with Scripture, uh, our encouragement here is that sin leads us down that path, might even feel accused by the enemy, but instead we should go to the Word of God and we should preach the gospel to ourselves. Right? That's really where we're going to find the truth that we need for these moments. And Paul kind of does that as he's wrapping up one of the most amazing chapters in all of the Bible. But he does that in Romans chapter 8. And starting in verse 31, he says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? And this is the one that really got me. He says, who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. And then he says in verse 34, who is, gonna, who is to condemn? It was Christ Jesus who is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God and who indeed is interceding for us? Paul asks these questions. Who's going to challenge us to say that we're not saved? Who's going to challenge us and condemn us? And he says, look to Jesus. Look to God. What's the truth? The truth is that Jesus died in our place. The truth is Jesus rose on our behalf. The truth is, is that Jesus is now at the Father's right hand interceding for us. Let's choose the truth rather than our feelings, right? Sin can lead us down these paths where we feel like God doesn't care about us. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Because the final question for us, Christian, is this. He says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And I'd encourage you to keep reading. But in essence, Paul is looking for the answer. No one and nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And that's the beauty of counting the cost of sin as we wrestle with indwelling sin. We want to remember the truth. The truth is, is that we are loved by God. So why would we go in sin 
Instead, let us go after the God who loves us and gave himself for us. All right, Redemption, thanks for joining me and have a great day.